coronavirus. It may not have hit New Zealand uh, yet, but it's certainly impacting on New Zealand sport, um, in particular the Chiefs and the uh, Crusaders. Joining me now as CEO of the Crusaders, Colin Mansbridge. Uh, Colin, thanks for your time. I, I was just wondering, I was just thinking then, that when you take a job as a CEO of a, a rugby outfit, you probably don't expect the problems that, that particularly have hit your region. You have the earthquakes, you have no home games, you've, you're still looking for a, a new decent stadium that the fans will really love. Then you have the massacre last year. Now you're impacted by coronavirus. Uh, 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 did you ever think that that would be part of your job? G'day, uh, Miles. Absolutely not. But... Uh... It's sort of, I think that's the, the nature of um, sort of life, isn't it? You know, it just keeps throwing challenges at you. And, um, and uh, you know, for us in sport, we think about sport, but it mirrors life often. And, uh, you know, everybody in the community has to deal with those same sorts of things. So, um, yeah, we're just an extension of that. But, yeah, absolutely, I did, I did, it wasn't in the job description. Yeah, I could well imagine that. Now, what's the impact now on the Crusaders is your game against the Sunwolves um, has been moved. Um, uh, presumably, the, the, it's going to be played in, in Brisbane. Presumably, the, as, from your point of view, the Crusaders, it's probably, you know, preferable to go there than to, to go up to Japan. Yeah, it's sort of, it, it, and travel time's obviously a little shorter miles, but the, the problem is that the, um, I, I think the athletes were really quite keen to experience Japan. So I, I had a, a couple of weeks at the back end of the Rugby World Cup up there and, what, what a fantastic place to visit, you know, culture, that's that thoroughly welcoming, um, really wonderful environment. And I think, you, you know, a small taste of that was quite exciting for some of the players. So so not being able to go to Japan for, you know, our first time there w- is a little disappointing. But um, a shorter um, time in the year uh, makes it a bit different, you know, different kickoff times and things like that. Um, you know, you plan for plan A and you have to adjust and go to plan B um, and, and sort of keep moving uh, with what's in front of you, but um, yeah, a, a little shorter in terms of travel time, so that, that, that's of, of benefit to us, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I could imagine, I, I was trying to think, is there any member of your squad that wasn't in the All Black squad for a bit? I, I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't too many of them, they've had a fair bit of Japan, but also as well, the the, the atmosphere up there, and, and I've just found it amazing over the last few years, no matter what the performance of the Sunwolves, and they've invariably been down the, the lower end of the table, those fans turn up and create a great atmosphere, it's going to be a big loss to the tournament from from that perspective yeah i think so that the that their fans are are amazing that they're well, there's two things about them they are passionate but they're also exceptionally polite and they love when they see running open footy um they just respond that you know they'll clap and cheer no matter which side's going they're brilliant fans to play in front of and um and i think the competition's a little bit less rich without them uh, without them there absolutely now you're going to be playing. It looks like a curtain raiser, in essence. Before the Reds play the Bulls, you'll be playing the Sunwolves um, in Brisbane. Have you worked out as a kickoff time yet? Do you know what time the game's going to be kicking off? So ideally, um, so, so, so we've got a time sort of scheduled in. There's still a little bit of work going on, miles around sort of broadcast and uh, and venue. Um, uh, in terms of you know what timing works, and so there's schedules in other parts of the the region as well that need to accommodate, and so we haven't absolutely nailed it down. It's um, it's penciled in for either a, a, a one o'clock or one thirty to sort of three thirty kickoff, 
as sort of penciled in. Um, but yeah, there's a, still a few uh, sort of skittles to line up yet to, to absolutely nail it down. How does that impact on you financially? I mean, would you've got? Do you get a, anything from the gate up in uh, when you play away games? No. So we we earn revenue from the gate in our home games, and so and so the competition covers costs of travel and accommodation um, for us to travel to other venues. So the the obviously this is disappointing for the Sunwolves. Is probably. Uh, more the situation um, needing to be accommodated in, in Australia, um, but yeah, for us it's um, it, it's not a financial impact. Yeah, obviously if coronavirus gets to New Zealand, that's a different issue. So, well, in, in rugby on a sort of a uh, on a, a New Zealand scale, the the McKinsey um, review has been done. Um, what is your initial reaction to to the limited information that I understand that that you guys have received? Yeah, I, I think first. The first point I make, Miles, is that New Zealand rugby are doing a really good job of consulting and engaging. And I think, in the absence of um, in the absence of them being, you know, public every moment with every instance that's going on, sometimes stories get made up. But the reality is that they're doing a really good job of engaging. And I think what's clear out of the data that we've seen, and frankly, most of us have done the the, the work on the back of a cigarette packet beforehand. Was that the, you know the system probably needs to generate somewhere between 20 and 30 million um, out in terms of uh, reinvestment or, or saving or something of that nature, um, and that there are certain areas where we could focus on getting better. The, the word transformation is used a lot, and it's probably somewhat overused because a lot of the things that have been uh, talked about or suggested, and uh, and these haven't even been debated or explored thoroughly yet. But a lot of things have been talked about are suggested as stuff that's already going on in, in some part of the system. Um, so, you know, if, if you copy what somebody else does, if it works in one area and you go and copy it somewhere else, maybe there's a saving and, and or a, uh, a productivity gain or an efficiency gain or even just a, a high performance gain. And, and you add all those things together and, um, and it looks maybe like transformation, but a lot of it's uh, currently, uh, you know, occurring in the system um, as we speak. So... Uh, I think they've done a really good job of um, going out and speaking to people. McKinsey, high-quality outfit, and have, have pulled together some themes. Um, we get to do some workshops next week, and I think we've just got to approach them with an open mind and, and do the right thing for the game of footy. Do you feel that the provincial unions will have the same positive reaction that you've had? I think I think change is going to... It's going to impact... Everybody's going to have some sort of impact uh, on them one way or another, whether that's incremental or they feel it's transformational for them. Obviously, the provincial unions um, have a the 26 provincial unions um, have a, a a governance role in, in, in rugby, a very strong governance role and in, in, in constitutional role in rugby. Um, I think there is mixed reaction amongst them. That there's no doubt about that, but there's thorough engagement. Um, it's you know, it'll be different impact for different people. I think it's hard to say that everybody has this opinion or that opinion. Um, there's 26 of them, so uh, there's going to be some varied opinion. The only thing New Zealand Rugby can do, of course, is to try and lead them in a conversation to get the best for, for the game in general and for as many of them as it possibly can, which is what it's trying to do.